welcome to the point. You are in a great place of openness and readiness to change. If you're listening to this podcast, you are all about wanting something different and you're either moving toward, you're in an energy of being motivated by what you're moving toward, by what you want, or you're absolutely clear and understanding of the importance of shifting toward what we want rather than as a primary way of motivating ourselves, motivating yourself versus away from what you don't want. And that's amazing place to be. If, If you're there, you are ahead of many people in the world and you can consider yourself one of the blessed and fortunate few from a global perspective. And I'm grateful to be in a place to be of service to you and help open minds and consider more ways of improving ourselves and improving the world around us and being a service to others. The purpose for improving is to be of greater service to others. And if you're listening to this, you understand that as well. And I know that because that is who I am attracting and have been attracting to this show and into different coaching engagements at Tip of the Sword. And it's something to, to be extremely grateful for. So to anyone that's here that, that's and listening to this right now or watching this on YouTube or anywhere else we have it posted, um, it's nice to see you and it's nice to be here with you. And I look forward to more times. For those of you that are making, uh, sending me messages and commenting, I'll get to some answers on uh, things that you were asking me, especially about that last uh, podcast that was more a public service announcement to open the door to talk about trauma and how it affects us all. Um, you will get to hear some answers to questions that you've had. And I'm going to start with reminding everyone this this didn't come up in any comments, but it's important to remember if I, it's important to state for you that if you are listening to this, that I am not a therapist, I am not a psychiatrist, I don't have a doctorate in medicine of any kind, and I do not give advice on mental health issues or anything else. It's a personal journey of mine of overcoming, recovering, and establishing new footing in life that's not attached to the story of the traumas that I, that I faced developmentally. And everything I speak about is coming from a place of getting self-educated, getting trainings from different places, and things and experience. So I am not a therapist. I'm not a professional in those ways. I coaching is a extremely powerful tool for anyone. And it is very different. In other episodes, you may get to hear more about that in particular, but it is an extremely powerful way of moving forward is to engage with a coach. And that kind of brings me to the point of today's topic, 
the point of t- today's podcast is a little bit of twofold, but the main part is to talk about the value of investing in yourself and making some form of energetic exchange to invest in yourself so you have the ownership and the spirit of of ownership and self-leadership to be taking command of your own life, to be taking charge of your decisions and your actions where you get to be the expert in your life and where all of the resources that we have available to us from our own resources of, of using breathing techniques or tapping or time management or anything else that we can deploy. If you can deploy resources into your life from a place of the ownership seat, it's much more powerful than always having someone else tell you what to, what to do or what to use in a, as far as a resource. Now, at the same time, it's equally as powerful. There's, there's something that happens in this switch when you take extreme ownership that doesn't mean that you have to take blame or anything else. It's about ownership of the results you are re- getting in life. The, one of the best ways to describe that or talk about that is in the experience of having a result with someone else in a relationship where the person across from you is really not happy with you and or they've done something very egregious or, or wrong or with something you determined to be wrong you feel like you've been wronged and that's caused a result in your life it's not about taking blame or not blaming someone else or not holding someone accountable none of those things it's about staying in an extreme sense of ownership of self so that at least you are considering and aware of the fact that you own the results you're receiving, the the results that you're getting out of life, including the experience someone else is having with you or that they're creating with you. And then it has to do with the boundaries we hold, not set. Much different to set a boundary than it is to hold a boundary. And the idea to start understanding, if, if you're hearing any of this and it's causing tension. The point of tension is to signal to you that it's time, that it's an opportunity to settle whatever it, whatever it is that's making you tense or uptight or, 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 or full of anxiety or anything else, angry, anything that's causing you an emotion is yours to then use, take the opportunity to release, learn how to process that, learn how to become the more flexible person so that your emotional frame can stay extremely strong onto the results you want in the world and the behaviors you want to have, what you want to be known for, and that you get to stay in that emotional strength at all times. And that is extreme ownership. So don't allow yourself to uh, to get that confusion because that is a diversion to keep you from handling it from a position of healing it. Now, 
if you're attached to being upset, the problem, anything else, it will be more difficult. So if you have difficulty, if you're completely closed-minded to that idea, then there's an attachment and you can take a step, a few steps further back and start considering why it's important that they're wrong or that you can, that you be upset with them. What is the value? What is the gain that you're achieving from that? To do, to learn all these things, it is re the best, most impactful way to get there is to invest in yourself. Now, if you're in, if you're investing in yourself with a therapist or a psychiatrist or psychologist or a training program, if you're working on your aptitude, your skill level, and you're taking professional courses, or you're getting continuing education credits, if, if that's something that your career requires. All of these things are ways of investing in yourself. Investing in yourself with a coach is the one area where you get to stay and remain and be the expert in your own life. Now, many coaches also come in as experts in different change methods or modalities or ways of gaining awareness and they can be deployed. They will, a, co a good coach will tell you hey, I, or ask you, you okay if I put more of a consulting or training hat on? And many of these things, many of those questions are handled in a coaching agreement. So that up front, before you engage with that coach or set a six-month or a year or two-year plan to work with that coach with specific goals of what you're trying to achieve, then certain things won't need to be asked all the time because it's part of the larger agreement. None, either way, you get to remain and, and own and be your best expert. And when you're going to a class or a school or something else, they're the expert teaching you something and you're not. Most psychiatry and therapy is based on, especially psychiatry, is they're the experts on how the brain works and how the body chemistry works to create different things in our system. They're the medication experts. They're all the other things. And you are taking their advice and then it's important to learn how to self-advocate and say, I like this, I don't like that. And, and most of these professionals that I've ever uh, met or dealt with are very open to somebody self-advocating from a healthy uh, per perspective or place of wanting to improve, heal, get better. Um, everyone that I've met in the industry in that way that's a professional prefers that um, that client type over one that doesn't have any autonomy and is helpless. Al although I'm sure there are others out there that like all forms, because and thank goodness, right? Thank God that, we, that we, there's so enough people out there that all like different things that can be of service to us in different places. I, you may... My, you may be uh, comforted to know that I have had times in my life and I know many other highly successful people in the world that have had times in their life where they resigned their decision-making in certain areas 
I did mine at 23 years old. I said, I'll do anything I'm told. I'll do anything you say. I'll make any decision you tell me to make for one year regarding finances so I can learn how, I can learn what it feels like to make those decisions that you make because the decision I was making weren't working for me. And that was my way of trying something else. So someone was willing to do that for me. Today, there's a there's coaches out there that you can hire to do these things for you. Now that brings me to that next that that point of investing in yourself. When you invest in yourself and make the energetic exchange, which is usually money, you're usually paying someone to help you. I want to be clear that that's not the only energetic exchange you can make. It could be an agreement. There, there, you, we're not gonna. This isn't about what energetic exchanges you can make, but there are many forms of energetic exchanges. You and the coach get to agree on what that is. And there's many. There's there's coaches out there looking for just to get hours to get qualified that are practicing the the craft of coaching. Um, and it might be a different type of energetic exchange, but either way, it's important that you make the exchange because you will gain more if you've invested in yourself if you've if you've put something out with an expectation of a return for whatever reason it increases your chances of succeeding at making the change so if you want to move forward into something. If you really want something different, invest in yourself. The example that I use for the people I know that are like me. So if you were like, if you're like I was, where you were wanting help, but were looking for ways to not have to pay as much or anything, but really, you know, not as much. Um, I was always willing to do a lot of things to help or make up for it, but I had a very difficult relationship with money. And that, that was the, one of the ways that I dealt with that was trying to grow and change and do things where it wasn't a cost. In some ways, I felt like I had paid a big enough price for some of the things I wanted to overcome that having someone ask me to pay them was a challenge. It was deeply important to me at one time that someone just freaking helped. And, but there was another side to that. If you investigate that a little deeper and ask yourself the question, if, if you feel that way and you ask yourself the question, what am I gaining by having someone just show up and help me? Because there's plenty of kind people that will help with, with all kinds of things. And sometimes the energetic exchange is allowing them to help. Getting a flat tire on the side of the road and someone stops to help. Do you feel good if you're able to do some type of service for someone else? And they're stranded on the side of the road and there's something you could do to help them. And you end up grateful that you were in the right place at the right time to help another human make someone's life a little easier. Doesn't that feel good? That could be the energetic exchange is to allow 
someone to help you. But what are you gaining by getting help without an investment or without a financial investment or anything else? That's the question to ask if you're in that position. Now, you may be listening to this and way beyond this conversation, and I appreciate you following through with this because you know there's people that, you know that your neighbor or someone across, someone that you know very well is needing to be lifted in that way and start considering something different, right? Because here's the next thing. If you were like me, you transition to understanding the value of investing in yourself. And when you figured out why you wanted to, when you figured out why you wanted someone to just help you, you might have realized, and I'm putting money on it, that you realized and learned in that experience, which I did. And if you haven't put, can you put yourself in the situation of just wanting to feel, wanting someone else to help you feel worth it? Just wanting someone else. When we go through, if you go through a high stress time where stress in your life is climbing, you can become less efficient and proficient mentally, emotionally, and it can disable you in your conscious and unconscious mind in functioning well, and you might make decisions to simply apply your life that aren't necessarily the best decisions in other realms. You might sell some, some assets because it's just too much hassle or too much pressure to manage them because of all this other stress. You might add more assets. There's all kinds of decisions we make under high-stress times that might not be the best decisions. So when we relate and when we understand that we're doing that, allowing yourself to decompress and looking for ways to mentally process things differently can be very valuable. So if, but if you're like me, like I was, then you also understand that one of the reasons, one of the things of not wanting to invest in yourself is because deep down you don't think you deserve it. And if you're in that boat, there's other questions to ask yourself. And we can get into that and other things. But the point is, at, once you're there, make the decision to invest in yourself because that is how you learn what's happening. Think about it. Put yourself, can, can you put yourself? Can you put yourself in the position, even if you haven't had this experience, can you put yourself in the position of wanting to change and improve something in your life and not necessarily thinking you deserve it for whatever reason? Maybe, you know, you should have known better already, so now you need to pay the price or whatever it is. There's all kinds of thought processes that we get into that are not... Um, not very expanded or quantum, so to speak, right? It's, it's, if you're thinking so linear that, man, I don't deserve this because I didn't do it right. I deserve the consequences for the mistakes I've made, that type of thing. Then the answer is to do 
the investment. Make the investment, and then you will learn what it feels like to invest in yourself, and you'll find the things within you that are meant to be cleared, are meant to be clarified, are meant to be processed out, are meant to be released so that you can then move forward. You, you, you hear this from this podcast quite a bit. Oftentimes, the answer is demonstrating love to yourself regardless of what you're thinking or feeling. Make the demonstration. Make the demonstration and then find out what it feels like to accept that demonstration of self-love. And in that, you will understand and learn whatever it was that was keeping you from it. That's we. You can do that by changing what you're valuing in the decisions you're making and investing in yourself. So never have you seen somebody... I'm, I, honestly, I've never experienced nor have I seen anyone else experience when they invest in themselves in something right for them. They're not sold into something. They're not, they've gone through an evaluation process that no, this is something I want and I, I think is valuable for me. And then, then you hit the spot of, man, I might not deserve it or I don't think I deserve it. I, too much money. It's all these other things. It's, that's, I've never known anyone, nor have I experienced, that has made an investment out of, the reasoning of demonstrating self-love that hasn't blown past and gone clear into new new areas and new 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 uh, manifestations of what they want to, for lack of better words, you can absolutely achieve what you want to achieve by demonstrating the right behaviors on a daily basis. And then if there's a struggle, you'll feel it, you'll know it, and then you'll get to work through that. When we get these feelings, we, we will, you won't get the feeling that you need to feel to experience the growth without actually making the decision and taking the action to, to invest in yourself. That's how it works. It's very opposite of what we think in many other things. That's one of the reasons why if you sit with a coach for a discovery call, you won't be sold. You will truly learn if you qualify and if you're ready and prepared to, to, in, to invest in yourself. I know many coaches that won't take somebody's money just because they want into a program. Now, you may also be the type of person that really needs a program and will buy into a program or decide to work with someone and then get down the road, be like, oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and another reason to invest in yourself, if you've invested in yourself, you will follow through when it gets uncomfortable. Your cheating yourself and you're not and you're fooling yourself if you don't in, make the energetic exchange to invest in yourself 
when you try and make a major change in your life because when it gets uncomfortable, what do you have to lose? Some time? And everyone I know that goes through a year coaching program gets elated. Tons of awareness, great aha moments, chills all over the body. Wow, what a great thing that we get to do. And it's amazing what, or what's happening. Well, imagine setting a new baseline of now, wow, this is amazing. What happens when what's amazing today becomes the norm? Then something better is amazing. Imagine just allowing what you think is amazing to be the norm. And then what if the norm is that you're that enthusiastic about life every day? Okay, it's, it's, it's a beautiful place to be. Now, you may, you may think, man, does any, is anyone there every day? I have no idea. I haven't experienced being in that enthusiastic state every day. I get physically tired. I overthink stuff. You, you will end up in places certainly where you may not be feeling it one day. That's again, another importance of demonstrating, make the demonstration, then follow through. So you go through the elation stage and then everyone in the, in a year program will hit a spot where they're like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I don't even understand what I've gained. I don't like this. And it's when we hit a wall of resistance or we learn something that was the reason for not changing to begin with. And we won't push through. You may not push through if you haven't made an investment to do it because you've created a value in the process and you will work harder at the process. Now that's been proven. I've also demonstrated to myself, with myself and with others, and I've seen others. There are a rare few that the energetic exchange of finances could be worse than, a, than an energetic exchange of a different type because they might also be known for self-sabotage. Now, I don't think anyone here, any, any of you here are struggling or challenged with self-sabotage. If you, or if you are DM me, we, and that's, that's a fairly simple reprogramming that you can work on and, and you can learn from us here. And it's, but I, I, I doubt anyone listening now is dealing with that level of self-sabotage because, or you wouldn't want to be here already. You'd be finding a reason not to listen. And everyone here wants to listen because you're here. Everyone here wants to grow. Everyone, you, you want to grow. You want to change. You're multitasking. You may be driving down the road or, and listening to it in the, in the vehicle or in, in the grocery store, listening in one ear while you do other things. But if you're here, you're not self-sabotaging. If you're here, you're wanting to change and you're engaged in a process of change. So you can feel great, pat yourself on the back, clap for yourself, raise your hands, and celebrate that you're in a position in a place to 
want to make investments in yourself and want to improve. Let's be really clear about something. The most important person that you can invest in is you. The more you invest in yourself, the better you are at investing in yourself. The better you can help anyone else that you want to help. The, the more effective you will be at showing up the way you choose to show up to be of service in the, in the world. The better results you will have with everyone in your life and you will be on a path of, of ascension and, and continued improvement and greatness that you can feel really proud of under, and you'll have the understanding because the other, the other thing, this is the last point of investing in yourself and what happens when you change is that when you demonstrate something positive to yourself through an investment, of time, resources, energy, money, anything. When you make the investment to yourself from a place of demonstrating kindness and self-love, you are tapping into the emotions that help you understand why someone else might not want to change. And you will learn patience and compassion because you will feel the feelings that maybe you would have preferred not to go through to get where you wanted to go. You were willing to cross that bridge of things you were otherwise unwilling to do. And that you only had to cross that bridge once. And then you never had to do those things again. But that's the thing. That gives you an increase of compassion and understanding into others. That brings me to the that that brings me to announce kind of what's happening next. Uh, next week, you're going to hear a story, and you're going to be able to hear. So this is episode fifty. Episode fifty-one is going to be my first attempt at publicly sharing a story that is a story that was told for well over a hundred years from a male patriarchal perspective of a family immigrating, brothers immigrating, and a family moving west from Virginia across the states and eventually into Texas and New Mexico, and a, a family feud and a shooting and a ambush and all these Wild West stories that was told for many, many years from a perspective and you're going to hear a new perspective, and it's going to blow your mind. It's going to open, you're going to have a front row seat to a story that has the potential to be a story that's told in any, across the world, that will help gain immediate understanding as to the what the value is of diversity, what the value is of learning to listen to each other more powerfully to believe someone that is speaking from a place of their experiences 
rather than doubt it from our perspective. So it, you will be learning. You will get a front row seat to, to a, a story that will help you begin to trust the experience someone else is sharing with you rather than consider it or question it or combat it from your own experience, which will increase your ability to connect with others and the compassion you learn and the, the self-compassion and compassion for others that you learn can become rocket fuel to increasing your influence in the world and your ability to relate to others and demonstrate love to them and gain the results that you're looking for to make in other people's lives. So that's what's happening next week on episode 51. I, I got, I'm a little nervous about it. At the same time, I'm excited about it. I'm going to ask some questions to uh, my speaking, my speaker coach or speaking coach, talking coach, I don't know, Joel Weldon, because I th it's a really uh, important story to be told. So we're going to figure out, we're going to learn the best way to tell it. And so next week's going to be kind of raw. I look forward to it. If, uh, hopefully you, hopefully you are enjoying the idea anyway of wanting to be there. The question came in about the call, I think it was episode 48, where I really made the decision to go ahead and talk about some of the experience I've had in helping process trauma. I don't want to jump into the too deep in that, but I do want to say, I've already covered the part about I'm not a therapist, but I want to jump into something and I want to say, I want to throw some kudos out. NARM therapy, N-A-R-M, it's the next evolution of what's happening in dealing with developmental trauma. It's one of the it's a it's an amazing therapeutic model. I'm sure there 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 may be others out there. This is the one I know of that really helped create a few different paths for people with different types of trauma, and it has really been a powerful tool for many. And NARM specialists, uh, there's a podcast um, that talks a lot about this. And you know, I was talking about some with some using some old terms about trauma. Because I came up at a time when it was all an experiment of, man, how do we process some of this? And a lot of the methods that I was trying, that I was being led to try, that that, that everyone I knew was working on were doing more damage than good in some ways. Uh, it was all meant to be so for that learning process. But this idea of what NARM experts are now saying, and these are licensed you know, therapists and licensed psychiatrists that are, are really talking now they're, that, and it's being called more complex trauma. And there's a lot of new information coming. There's in the next 10 to 20 years, I, I was hearing someone on a podcast talk about how there's some really high hopes and great expectations around helping make it easier for people to process trauma. It doesn't have to be the no pain, no gain. And I, I just wanted to make sure I stated that because I didn't, and it was extremely useful to me. I also believe that having a coach that understands this, if you're going through this, can be extremely helpful so you can get support in practicing new resources that you'll be learning from others without losing your autonomy. And it's, it's an incredible way to go is to, is to have some coaching at the same time. And some of that coaching could be in more of a peer support that some therapy places offer. Um, and they get some very basic coaching type of training to be a peer support. 
specialist and there's a great relatability there and some other things, but just know that NARM therapy is something that um, is really worth looking at if you've had developmental trauma. It's still by, buy into completely changing the conversation of how we talk about trauma by using the ACEs and having no judgment over where we land on the 10, on the score from one to 10. There are zeros. There are people that haven't had any. And all of us have experience with it because we, even a zero has experience with people that are eight, sevens, fives, threes. And we can pick up on the emotion and the relatability of trauma just from experiencing someone else's response to their trauma. So we have so much more to learn from each other when we share and when we honor and respect each other's experiences. And I guess that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about next week and telling this story to help blow your mind open about what, how could we be listening to each other differently and thinking about each other differently based on what we learn about each other. And you're going to have your mind blown open with that idea. What could you be? How could you benefit? And what would you be thinking instead if you were thinking from a, a shared experience because you had more understanding into other people's perspective? Thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of The Point with me, Jeff Spikes. The greatest compliment you could give me is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all your friends. So please, if you're on Spotify, iHeart, or iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Make sure to tag me. I love hearing from you, the listeners of this show. The links for all my social and iTunes are in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to engage with me in anything related to my coaching, consulting, speaking, or programs, please visit jeffspikes.com for everything you would need to know to engage with me offline. And lastly, thank you for your time, your attention, and your consideration. This is The Point.